This is the Mutual Audio Network. Shut up and listen. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. Frequency Light. All of the wraparound, but none of the OTR. Mmm, so refreshing. Excuse me. Delicious. Greetings, fellow astronauts. Welcome to the Frequency of Fear. This week you find me in the limelight. Dr. Despicable is personally chauffeuring me to the first intergalactic conference on horror, science fiction, and suspense in old-time radio. And I have the signal honor of serving as the conference's guest of honor. Is that freaking cool or what? <laughs> uh, well, I'm afraid, my boy, that it's more what. What? Yes. What? No, 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 no. This has all the marks of turning into an Abbott and Costello routine, Doc, and I won't have that. What do you mean, what? Oh, I see. Well, you asked if it was freaking cool or what. I merely point out that it's more what. More what? Right. What What did I just say about Abbott and Costello routines? I don't understand your ire. I'm only saying that given your proposed choices, this is going to be more what than freaking cool. You're going to explain that before I take so much as a step from this Winnebago. Well, my friend... That, uh, business about the conference, um, uh, that was what we in scientific circles refer to in, uh, in technical terms as, uh, A lie. Um, uh, you uh, lied to me. But you must understand, it was for my own good. I can't believe you lied to me about this. Well, technically, I didn't lie to you myself. I used my new invention, the Fib 5000, to scientifically cultivate an appropriate and perfectly believable lie through mathematical calculation. How does a machine mathematically calculate a lie? By using the Fibonacci sequence. What was that? Hmm, sounds like the transmission again. Whatever. So, so where are we really? We are in a small village, somewhere in the dark out regions of Slumgullia. Slumgullia? Where the heck? There's no such place as... Fine. All right, fine. Why are we here? Because somewhere in the dark out regions of this small village is our true destination. Despicable Manor. Despicable Manor? Look, that's that's going to get annoying. Are, are you telling me you brought me... Yes, dear friend. I've brought you... Oh. You're right, that does get annoying. Bernie, would you cut that out? I'm sorry, man. This little chromium switch is stuck on Why do you have to bring Bernie with us on road trips? Command the wet bar. It makes a mean lime Ricky. Sorry, man. But why? Well, Bernie is a doctor of mixology. And no, no. Why did you bring me here? What would you say if I told you that there is a secret, buried deep in the shadows of my past, that compels me to return to the scene of my origins every year to participate in shameful, blasphemous rituals in order to contain an even darker secret, steeped in evil, debauchery, and shame? Wow! Really? No, but the truth is too terrible to reveal, and far less interesting. But why bring me? There are some things a man must do alone. There are others he'd rather chew ground glass, rock salt, and X-lax than do alone. Besides, you've never been to Slumgullia, and you'll have an opportunity available to very few people to learn some things about the shaded past of the future master of the Earth. Oh, for the love of... 
won't do any good to try to wait in the Winnebago, will it? None whatsoever. Fine. Just fine. Let's go to the manor and get this over with. My key. Give the bell a yank, will you? Where is it? Oh, it's right over there. Holy crap! Great Scott, Marty! I mean, zombie. That stone gargoyle just missed us. What the heck is going on here? Someone here seems to have dark designs and terrible aim. If I've told you boys once, I've told you a thousand times. Deliveries are to be made around Dr. Despicable? Why, Miss Harpy, uh, Harpley, still with us? You haven't changed a jot. She hasn't? No, she's always looked as old as a cave painting. Miss Harpley, may I introduce my very good friend, the zombie astronaut? My goodness, young man, you're thin as a rail. Well, Wilson gets you fed up. Believe me, I'm already fed up. Hey, zombie, this is Miss Harpy. Uh, Harpley. Our faithful old cook and housekeeper. Charmed. Lots. <laughs> well, you better come in. Is it... Is that a mezuzah? Hush. You're just in time for tea. I'll go tell Miss Harridan you're here. You might say a word to my mother as well. Well, well, yes, naturally. That'll be all, Harpley. Go see to the tea. I'll attend to our guests. My God, that's annoying, darling. Sorry, man. Hmm. Fellow astronauts, this could end up being pretty entertaining after all. Who the devil is he talking to? Pay no attention. I'll explain later. Not to, uh, not to seem demanding, but could I get some coffee instead? Young man in this house, we as do all civilized people drink tea and lots of it, darling. Coffee is low and vulgar. If you don't care for tea, perhaps you'd enjoy some elderberry wine. Miss Harpley makes it herself. Oh, nonsense. He'll be perfectly happy with the tea. Yeah, actually, the wine sounds... Ugh. Tea will be fine, thank you. Keep away from the sugar bowl. Why? Haven't you read any Shirley Jackson? Ooh, we have always lived in the castle. And so have they. Will my mother be joining us, Mrs. Harridan? Bye, Doctor. Are we coming apart? <laughs> what, can't I get a few laughs, darling? Not with lines like that. Why, you... <coughs> where, uh, where is my mother, Mrs. Harridan? Hmm? Oh, she's in her room, feeling unwell. She hasn't quite recovered from your last visit, Dr. Darling. Would you go ask her if she's well enough to see me? Oh, very well. I'm not getting any good lines here. I have questions. Shoot. Tempting. If Miss Harpy, uh, Harpley, is the cook and housekeeper, who is Miss Harridan? She's Mother Despicable's companion. 
Mother Despicable's always been a bit frail, so she needs someone to pay bills, handle correspondence, frighten the villagers, answer the phone, that sort of thing. And why don't they call you by your first name? I beg your pardon? Well, they keep calling you Doctor. A little formal, isn't it? Well, that is my first name. You're... It's not just a title, it... It's your name? My parents wanted a professional man in the family and decided not to take any chances, naturally unaware of my level of genius. So your name is really... Doctor? Doctor Despicable? Yes. Yes, it is. Doctor? Doctor? Like the Thompson Twins song? Incidentally, I am sure Zombie Astronaut isn't the name on your birth or death certificates. What's your real name? Well, I, uh... Here's the tea... Bernie! Hey, wasn't me, man. No, it's the thunderstorm currently raging outside. You may have to stay the night. Both of you. <laughs> oh. Where can she be? The manor isn't that big. Come on, Doc. Mother Despicable is extremely old. Not so old. Quite old. And she isn't well. You're just, just being impatient. I am not impatient. Being a scientist requires a great deal of patience. The UN just doesn't roll over the first time you threaten them, you know. I'm going to her room to look for her. You stay here and distract Miss Harpy. What? 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 Why do I have to be your diversion for Harpy? Actually, ah. it's Harpy. Oh, I... Uh, but you can call me Desdemona, Mr. Astronaut. Oh. <laughs> You're not leaving me with this dried-up old... Doc? Doc? Where did... Oh, man. Can I interest you in some more tea? Or another brain cake? You know, those brain cakes really are delicious. You can... You can taste the real brains. Where do you get them, may I ask? Oh, I get them from Peasley. Mrs. Harrington's Bohemoth Illegitimate Son. Uh, where does he get them? Why, you silly, impetuous boy. One assumes he was born with them. Oh. Let me see now. If memory serves, her room is right down here. Of course, if it doesn't serve, it doesn't make much difference. That voice! Stop. Stop that. Stupid knees. That's most unscientific behavior. I don't have a night mark. Get on with it. I hear you. I am coming. You're telling me I've been eating the brains of Miss Harridan's illegitimate behemoth son, Peasley? Guess I could explain the hint of dill and vinegar. Well, he doesn't seem to mind. In fact, here he comes now. We can ask him. <laughs> nice Peasley. Good Peasley. I'm so glad you enjoy him. Peasley, you don't mind sacrificing a little gray matter for the nice Mr. Astronaut's tea cakes. Do you? Mm you see, he doesn't mind a bit. <laughs> mind, I, I get it. Easily. Why don't you be a good illegitimate bohemian and go get Doctor and his friends things out of the... What is it called again? 
uh, Winnebago. Yes, get their things out of the Wendigo and bring them before the storm picks up. <laughs> At last we're alone. You know it's a pity Doctor came all this way when his mother's no longer here. What? Y- you mean she's... Yes, gone. She left us just under a week ago. That, that's awful. Why didn't you tell us when we arrived? Because then he would have left. And taking you with him? I couldn't allow that. Not when love had finally shown its face in my poor, drab little life. Holy moly, I've got to tell... Why for you got hoops wrote on the side of Winnebago? That's a, uh, that's a long story. Beastly have plenty of time. But Zombie doesn't. I've got to go find Doc and tell him about his mother. No! You must stay. Look, lady, the brain cakes were great, Beasley! Oh, crap. (laughs) Yes, these tapestries are looking familiar. Sad-eyed clown on black velvet. Dogs playing poker. Matador flourishing his cape. My goodness, he has tight pants. Ah, here it is. Door to Mother Despicable's room. And it's ajar. Door, I mean. Slightly open, not like in that stupid joke. Mother? Are you there? Well, that can't be my mother. She uses much larger knives and has much better aim. (gasps) Better aim? It was you who dropped that gargoyle. That's right, darling. And your mother might have had bigger knives, but I have more of them. Oh! Oh, you can't do this, Peasley. You're... You're not even here. What? You're you're not even here, and I can prove it. How? Are you in Chicago? No. Are you in Rome? No. Are you in Blackpool? Nuh-uh. Are you in Vladivostok? Um, no. You must be someplace else, right? Yeah. Well, how can you be here when you're someplace else? Um... I figured since I've been eating his brains all evening, he wouldn't have much left to tax. All I had to do was find a way to short out whatever was left. What do you know? Having Costello came in handy after all. Not a fine talk. Ouch, you mad woman. You almost took my hand off. Where is my mummy? Oh, don't worry about her, darling. You won't be seeing any more of her. What do you mean? Well, I mean she's gone. I took care of her, darling. Now I'll take care of you and see that the despicable estate goes to the rightful heir, my supposedly illegitimate but undeniably behemoth son, Peasley. Finally, an appropriate use of music and effects. Thanks, man. But it's still annoying, darling. Oh, come on, man. Wait a pee-picking minute here. Are you trying to tell me that Peasley is my half-brother? More than that, darling. I am your mother. But, But that's impossible. I don't mean that as a mere opinion. I mean it's a pure and simple fact. I know it's impossible. Bah! How on earth could you possibly know it's impossible, darling? An unspecified number of time travel experiments that have irreversibly damaged the space-time continuum. But that's not the point. The point is, you're not my mommy. Don't worry, Doc. I'll save you from that old witch. 
And if the annual viewings of The Wizard of Oz have taught me anything, it's how to sort out witches. See how you like this inexplicably handy bucket of water, Miss Harriton. Ha <laughs> ha! Water? What are you trying to do, darling? Poison me? And you've doused my craven air cigarette. Those things are bloody expensive, darling. God, next time throw me a glass of old granddad. Uh, why aren't you going all melty? Because I'm not a witch, you fool. A bitter, cold, manipulative, greedy old woman, but not a witch. And this skirt is ruined. Oh, you forgot to mention murderous. What? Whom have I murdered, darling? My mommy. You said she was gone, that you took care of her. That's right. Miss Harpley told me downstairs that Mother Despicable was no longer here and hasn't been for almost a week. Darling, in case you haven't noticed, Miss Harpley hasn't much more brains in her head than my son. Yeah, especially now. <laughs> oh, thanks. Now you've done it. You've broken a rib. Look, see? Don't worry. I have some duct tape in the Winnebago. Fix you right up. Now then, Mrs. Harridan, what did you mean you took care of my mommy if you didn't do her in? I took care of her, darling. I'm a paid companion. That's what I do. Take care of people. Your mother's perfectly well. She's visiting your Uncle Einar and Aunt Lilith at their estate in plots. I've put her on the train myself. But, but what about the annual ritual? Don't worry, darling. She left a check for you in the desk in the library. And your laundry's all ready. Miss Harpley and Peasley brought in the soiled load. You didn't use so much starch this time? That last load really chafed my little... Wait a minute! We went through all this so you could drop off your dirty laundry and pick up a check from your mom? Well, she likes to feel that she's contributing to my work. And I usually take her to the Bob's Big Boy in the village for dinner. They make some wonderful pies. Well, what do you usually do on Mother's Day? This Mother's Day, I think I'll be driving back to Glendale with a mad scientist wrapped in duct tape in the back of the Winnebago. Ooh, that sounds like an entertaining prank. Anyone I know? As for you, fellow astronauts, I'll hear you again in two weeks. Over the frequency of fear. Oh, I bet it's Von Martinez. It is, isn't it? Oh, the look on his face. This has been the Zombie Astronauts Frequency of Fear. For more horror, sci-fi, and suspense audio, see the website at www.zombieastronaut.net. Right now! Mother Knows Beast was written by K.C. Locke and W. Ralph Walters but mostly by K.C. Locke. Miss Harpley was played by Therese Chavas. Miss Harridan was played by K.C. Locke. Dr. Despicable appeared courtesy of Mother Despicable. All other voices by W. Ralph Walters. The theme song was written by Norm Bourgeois and performed by Papa Suede. The Death March was licensed by AudioSparks with additional instrumentation by W. Ralph Walters. The end theme was from the Kodak Super 8 soundtrack. All other music licensed by Pro Samples. Say hi to your mom for us. For more Frequency of Fear, visit FrequencyofFear.com. Mutual of Audio's Sonic Kingdom. Presented to you by the Mutual Audio Network. The network where we can all listen and imagine. Together. Hi, I'm Perky Marlins, and welcome back to Mutual of Audio's Sonic Kingdom. Last week, we traveled to the wilds of Audio Island, which is in the western edge of that place some call the Bermuda Triangle. We went there to check on the progress of an audio drama producer who we have re-educated into the aspects of surviving in the wilds of the audio podverse.
This wild creature, who Jim has named Bobo, has been used by society as a data entry clerk, a bartender, a project manager, an exotic dancer, and a biomedical research subject. The Mutual Audio Network's re-education project gives our young friend an opportunity for a productive life in Bobo's natural environment as an audio drama or comedy producer. The rehabilitation of this magnificent, wild, and creative animal includes a chance to reach a wider range of distribution and the extra exposure that brings, along with free production resources and the potential to make some money. Bobo has been hard at work on a first masterpiece, and right now, we can see Jim giving Bobo some feedback on the final mix. That's pretty good, Bobo. I'm just not sure about the choice of background music. It seems to be a bit too... Bobo, no! No, I'm sorry, Bobo! No, don't, don't, don't hurt me, Bobo! <laughs> Artists. Sometimes they can get a bit touchy. Well, Jim knew the job was dangerous when he took it. Join us next week as Mutual of Audio's Sonic Kingdom will visit a pack of voice actors living in the hidden valleys of darkest Nova Scotia. For more information about the Mutual Audio Network, go to MutualAudioNetwork.com or inquire at MutualAudio at gmail.com.